Yep. Yep. See, it's the episode it's 20. All the right. season finale. Yes. This is the big one. I know. Let me hear the excitement. Bring it up. Everyone. Bring it up. Where's the audience? Bigger. Bigger. Smaller. All right. Level it out. Smaller. Bring it down. Now let's hear the dogs. Yeah. yeah you mangy muds. Where are my dogs at? Right, they, right here. They are mangy. You're my only dog. Yeah. Well, buddy, we finally made it, didn't we? Mm. We finally made good. I didn't think we'd get all the way to 20. No. I also No, 20 seemed like a million miles away when we started number one. You can almost listen to Don't Be an Idiom for a full day. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. But you know, if you took food breaks. Food breaks. Bathroom breaks. Bathroom breaks. It's definitely a human day for sure. Internet breaks. Internet breaks. Uh, we got a lot of stuff prepared for you. Today is episode 20. It's our season finale. Before summer ends, Ryan moves to Spain for a while. Albert uh, goes into a deep, dark depression. Albert gets his depression on real fine. We're down to the wire with that. Down to the wire. It is coming, baby. <laughs> I see it coming. Audience, let's hear a little cheer for, just a small cheer for Albert's depression. That's nice. You're too kind. See, you're they like kind. it when you're depressed. Yeah. They think you look funny. Yeah, you can you laugh. You have the, the funniest, saddest face I've ever seen. <laughs> so we got a lot of things planned um, today. Uh, we thought we'd start the episode off by talking about that opening song, the, the which is quintessentially oh, yes. the theme song of Don't Be an Idiom, where it starts off with, Ayo, pop your froggers! What does that mean? Well, that's from uh, me and Albert used to be in a hardcore punk band called Lucky Star in high school. We just went with the, through the college. best name. We just figured to take the best well, name. Well, it was named after a Chinese buffet that we frequented. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was also, I had an, a, a punk band in middle school called Oblivion, and we had a song called Lucky Star, too. Did you know that? I, I did know that. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you all knew that. But yeah, when we were recording that album, um, I was playing drums and I screamed in the studio, pump your froggers before starting the song. But I don't re- even really know what it means. Yeah. But we've, we've decided at one point that it, it actually, that's an idiom. It does, yeah. It means something. Hey guys, yo, pump your froggers. Yeah. Right? Let's do this. Right. What do you think pump your froggers means? Well, that that is what I, I think it means. It's like, all right, let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road. Yeah. yeah. I guess I think the same thing. Yeah. Like pump it up. Pump it up, right. Let's get, I mean, we want to play some punk. It's getting hard gear. Get in the gear. It's getting gear. So Shift to high gear. Shift Let to, it rip. Shift to high gear. Um, we are going to have the entire soundtrack to season one on Bandcamp. Yes. Um, for all you guys to listen to, and we're going to have the full version of that song uh, as the, the last track on our uh, soundtrack. So if you go to don'tbeanidiom.bandcamp.com. You'll be able to access every song and skit that we've uh, we've put in all of the episodes. All so. in one easy and convenient location. At a at a very low at a, price. At a very reasonable reasonable price. price. <laughs> Although, if you want to pay an unreasonable price, we're gonna let you do that too. If you want to just like just throw more in, that's fine. It's gonna cost some serious dimes for Albert to fly to Spain every week so we can keep on recording episodes. Yeah. So, that is a that is a uh, bridge we are gonna cross some, someday when we get there when we get to that old sweet bridge. Right, but we're not done. Just so you guys know, we are not done. Um, so uh, that was the first thing we want to talk about. Pump your right. froggers. Um, 
Next thing we want to talk about was our friend Chad. Albert, why don't you bring that up? Yeah, so uh, some of you might have known Chad. Uh, unfortunately, we lost we lost a big one here. Um, Chad's funeral was was this week. Uh, it was a big shock to all of us. But Chad was Chad was the quintessential bull in the china shop of life mm, you know that's a good way life, to put it. life is the china shop he's the bull <laughs> yeah and there was not a, i think a, i saw him break there, many a thing <laughs> there was not a piece of china left standing when he was done with it yeah. so uh um we're really gonna miss you chad but one of the things about chad is that he had his own he kind of had his own language so what we did is uh so some of his closest friends and i got together and we made a list of the top five Krenny-isms. I love because it. Because his name's Chad Krenny. So. Cool, let's hear him. So here we go. Uh, the list was much longer. Here's what we whittled it down to. Number five, never again. <laughs> and that's how he'd like to talk. Uh, <laughs> number four, always again. He said always again? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't it's think kind I of like that. a riff on his own yeah. riff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> number three, what's the deal with these chicken wings? Which was basically just him asking if he could eat them. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> right. He in seemed my, like the kind of guy who always wanted to eat other people's food. He was always in my parents' refrigerator for sure. What's the deal with these chicken yeah. wings? Yeah. Because yeah. I want to eat them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, are they like almost, are they old or something? I'll eat them. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> number two, I'm not bound by your social limit limits. So he would, you know, limit timits. Limit timits. That's how he said it. Yeah, it's a good phrase. Yeah, and uh, and number one with a bullet, get him, boys. <laughs> and uh, he really was a kind of like a super villain in his own right. He was, you know, it, Chad fashioned himself as an anti-hero for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That's a good way to put it. And he uh, he was a great man, and I'm I'm gonna miss him a lot. And if you knew him, you're gonna miss him. Uh, and also laugh at a lot of the memories but anyway moving on we just want to do a little dedication to, to chad yeah, and he was a listener too he was a listener he actually texted me when we started the podcast a couple episodes in and he said oh i'm like mr podcast i love podcasts because <laughs> you know he had, had to be he had to be the, the best. chad voices it's ridiculous the chad voice is very similar to my mom's voice <laughs> <laughs> cool anyway uh moving on right yeah okay all right so oh. Right. Now uh, we're going to have our Thunder Measuring Contest. The title of episode 19 was Thunder Measuring Contest. And we we're like, how can we measure our own thunder? And uh, we thought, hey, let's go back into the Don't Be an Idiom episodes and look at a few things. So the look three at the things. Stats. Yeah, we, we looked at stats. So the, the three things we looked at uh, one was. I forget. How many. When at the beginning of every show, as you know, we'll play some little game to see who goes first. Oh, yeah, first. yeah, yeah. So the first thing that we decided to do was Who count won the up, most games? Yeah, the wins and losses of that. If you are a listener to this show, then you already know that Albert <laughs> usually wins. That's how I feel. It might be a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy sometimes. I put you myself do down say a lot. you're going to lose. I mean, I lose a lot. <laughs> um, you just got to not care, you know? Yeah. And then you I win. Mean, I don't care. But then you won't. But I, I but do lose. What's the point? Because you don't care. All right. All right so what so, are the stats for that? All right. So the season one stats, 10 wins for Albert, seven wins for Ryan. Cue the thunder. 
That's Albert's thunder. Finest, right there. So I got. I'm. I'm a little up on thunder. the on the contest right here. But right. the second. The thing next thing that. that we decided to do was we looked at all of the songs that we had written, which are just riffs off of idioms and things that we say uh, throughout the show. So what we decided is if you would get a point if your idiom got the song written about mm-hmm. it. So for this one. Ryan crushed it. Uh, nine points for Ryan and only a measly three for Albert. I know how to pick those good idioms. Cue the thunder. Thank you. My first thunder. It's back in the game. <laughs> and the last thing that we decided to do was we looked at all the titles of, of our episodes, which are really important to us, actually, because yeah. y- you may not know this, but one of the reasons that we do this show is because it's called Don't Be an Idiom because... W- a lot of idioms started kind of thoughtlessly. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, where do they really come from? We are trying to create our own idioms every show per- with purpose. Right. And that is, the, those are the titles of our, of our episodes. Yeah. Have we ever said that explicitly? I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've definitely danced around it. And well, maybe we've said it, but right. I wanted to cut through. 90% of our titles are supposed to be idioms that you can start using. Right. In your own daily lives. Right. And you know exactly where they came from. Mm-hmm. So in the future, right if anyone makes a show about <laughs> right idioms, it's just watch, listen to our show. <laughs> All right. So uh, for the final, uh, you, you would get a point if you were the one that said the thing that ended up becoming the title mm-hmm. of an episode. Tell the people. And with this one, it was a 12 to one, a 12 to two victory for Jesus. Albert on this one. Because some of them didn't come from either of us. That's true, like right? So, but good job, Al. Here's the deal. You say so many cool things. Yeah, my brain's broken. That's why. <laughs> um, so, for the grand total of the thunder of the first annual thunder measuring contest, yeah, eighteen thunders for Ryan mm-hmm. and twenty-five thunders for Albert. Let's get the thunder. Let's get the audience Let's simultaneously. Get Let's, Let's get, get the, dogs. the dogs. Bring the dogs in. <laughs> Do we have any fireworks? <laughs> I think, I, I, think I heard a firework. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right. So cool. All right. All right. Well, those stats, uh, those are interesting. There, yeah. It also was fun to kind of click back through all of the episodes. Yeah, and here. Quickly. How annoying we are. So, gee, it's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for uh, episode twenty, we thought we'd bring back some um, some of our some of your favorite things that we do, our new traditions that were established in uh, episode ten. So we've brought back the hat, hat of, of doom. doom. Let's get a like a doom thing, like yeah, the hat of doom. I want it to sound like a robot, like a oh, that'd be good, like a robot in a cave. I'd like a castle's drawbridge. Mm. I'll see if I can find that sound for you, Albert. I'm sure it'll take me all night. So you we, can do it. We've got uh, 10 shots here, and uh, <laughs> every five minutes, we're going to draw a number out of a hat, and we're going we're gonna to take one. Every Let, 10 minutes, right? Every 10 minutes. Every right, 10 right, minutes, right. we each take one, though. Yeah. Right. And uh, we've, we've upped the ante last in, a, in a episode 10. We had one egg. Now there's two eggs. Yes. <laughs> so two of the, of the 10 shots are Our eggs. eggs. So, so hopefully, hopefully we Albert each gets get both. One. <laughs> I hope Albert gets both. Um, and uh, it's, it's 11.35 oh, on right. our stopwatch. Okay, should, we cool, just, yeah. should we just do one right now? Yeah, we might as well do one. Let's do it. All right, cool. You first or me? Uh, well, let's, let's just both pick one, right? Okay, same timesies? Yeah. Uh, I really want Albert to get both of the eggs. 
I've got a an S. <laughs> that sounds like a five. How's my handwriting? I've got a five. What'd you get? I got a three. What is, is oh, this? Oh, come on. Did you get an egg no, already? I guess I'll just start off with an egg. Starting off with an egg? Sorry. Okay. Usually we work up to it. All right. Bottoms up. All right, people. Well, Albert's the egg man. <laughs> Here at Don't Be an Idiom. I just got whiskey. Oh, so, I already had, I ate some eggs today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Doubling up. So, um, thanks, Albert, for getting one of those off the table for us. Sorry, everybody. I'm really trying to, to swing an egg his way. I know you want to hear it. <laughs> I feel like it's going to happen. All right. All right. Um, we are going to get started. Before we, uh, before we do, um, I just want to let you know that we have a few special guest callers. Yes. Calling in throughout the uh, episode. Um, some of your, your favorite people that we've introduced to you and, and that we've met along our way of, yeah. uh, of researching idioms. So, so you're welcome ahead of time. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Are we, is, is one calling now? Oh, yeah. It looks like oh, the phones oh, are, phones are lighting phones up. Are lighting up. Um, let's see. Who is that? That is Joe Miller. Joe Miller. Oh, right. So Joe Miller, he's from episode nine. You might remember him. In the private uh, dick film, mm-hmm. um, which you can watch in its entirety. Um, how you doing there, Joe? If it isn't Mr. and Mrs. Big Shot, you're welcome for the coattail ride to fame. You know, the funny thing is, I haven't received one royalty check yet. Well, I guess the mail's broken. Or maybe it's my dirty old mailbox that's broken. You know, speaking of broken boxes, take my wife. My ex-wife. Right. Okay, thank you. See what I All did right, there? Joe. All right, Joe. You too. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Anyway, smell you later, you. fuckheads. Right. Well, that was our first caller. All right. Jeez. What a guy. That guy is weird. He is... All the way turned up. <laughs> he is he's up to 10. He's up to 10. <clears throat> but I did like how he threw one of those idioms in there. You notice I that? like that too. That's good. All right, cool. All right, so why don't we get to... Let's some, get to the idioms. Let's get to the idioms, but what we first have to do is... Let's what? get to the game. We got to get to the game. Albert Stoll's brother's dartboard. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I did have this thing planned, but um, I, I, had a, I had this perfect thing planned, and it was coming from, it's because I ordered it from Portuguese eBay, so of course it's late. So what <sighs> we did is eBay. we decided we set up the dartboard, okay? And as you know, throughout the season, um, I've been Odd Todd, and Ryan's been Even Steven. So we're going to just kind of stick with that, mm-hmm. and uh, we're each going to throw one dart, at the dartboard, and when the, we're going to total up uh, the points, and if it's an even number, Rye goes first, and if it's an odd number, I go first. I love it. All right. Let's, uh, for the record, Albert's very good at darts. And for the record, there's a very big TV <laughs> in here that I, <laughs> Cole will be very cross with us if we break it. Quite cross. I'm All sitting right. at a weird angle, but uh, I'm just going to go for it. All right, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> of course. I hit the board. Ryan, wedge the dart between the board. <laughs> in the box so i guess yeah. is that a zero uh, that's a nothing okay. yeah so if you get an odd you Here go, go. <laughs> 13. 13 oh yeah, i love 13 all right a cool number. creepy cool all right so here we go um the the idiom that i picked this week was mm-hmm. something that kept chasing me around mm. i kept hearing it in, yeah, yeah. in song lyrics oh and it was also so apropos for what's for everything that's going on in our lives right now. And what I decided to pick was a swan song. Whoa. A swan yeah, song. Swan song, yeah. I love swans. I love that 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 phrase. Yeah. 
great. So, Rai. Yeah. Rai is a very literal man. What does it mean? Literal or literate? He's a literate. He's literally literate. Swan song is your hmm. That's like the the concluding thing that you do, right? It's the last. It's the final thing that you do. Yeah. Um. Essentially, right? Yeah. It's the any final performance, action, or effort. Right. There is just something about it too. Like while researching this, I remember thinking back to when we wrote our first album back in the Lucky Star days and Ryan wrote this song called Ocean City Stars and it had a swan song feeling to it Mm. and I didn't even know how to describe that. But it's like when you get one of those really, like those songs at the end uh, of something. But it doesn't have to be a song. It could be any kind of final act or performance. So I just thought... What a great time to do it, especially on the last episode of our. That's of our, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was, it's funny that you that you brought that up because I was thinking I was like, guys, is there an idiom where it has to do with like the end of something? Yeah. And I just it just like couldn't come to me quick enough, and I was like, oh, I'll just find something else. Yeah. Well, I thought you were gonna pick it, so well, <laughs> I'm glad. I, you I really thought you were gonna pick mine. Oh, okay. But you didn't. <laughs> well, here's the deal, Rye. Like I said, as a literal man, he probably knows what this means. Hmm. So, Rye, if you do, I am giving you the freedom to make a goofy guess anyway. All right. Um, Anything you want. I'd love to make a goofy guess, but I do do want to try to guess it because I've I've never looked it up. But my first thought is uh, the ballet Swan Lake. Okay. Tchaikovsky. Okay. Um, Oh, God, I hope that's Tchaikovsky. I don't remember. But anyway, people, um, be- <laughs> the audience is bewildered. Yeah, if they boo, that means I'm wrong. <laughs> um, if they applaud, oh, okay, there you go. Oh, yeah, they're doing there you go. a little both, I guess. So, um, and uh, I, I guess that's wrong. Uh, well, well, do you do you know what happens in that play? Uh, or, or, did you say, or did you say ballet? It's yeah. a ballet, but yeah. it's still it's still a story. Um, a uh, beautiful girl is is tricked into becoming a swan. Oh, right. And I mean, that's what Black Swan's based on. Right. If you saw that with Natalie right. Portman. Um, you know, and in the end, all this like bad shit happens. I don't remember it. Okay. I don't remember clearly enough. Um, is that is that in the wheelhouse? If not, I'm gonna, I feel like I should try to guess. It's it's relevant. Yeah. But it is not where it, it is starts. Not where it starts. All right. Then I'm just going to say that um, when right before swans die of old age, they freak out in the middle of lakes. And they're like, like, <laughs> like just like do crazy noises and like flap their wings violently. Okay. And uh, then they die and everyone's like, oh my God, like that's a swan song. It sounds like shit. That's <laughs> just not very nice to listen to. Well, I like that part uh, mm-hmm. about the, it sounding like shit. And actually, right, more or less, you are correct. Hmm. And, you know, I tested this one on two people and they both guessed it correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I. Real, I thought about backing off of it, yeah, but yeah. I was still, I just thought There's it was still, still something so in there, perfect bet. for us, yeah, for yeah. now, for Chad, for everything, right. um, that I wanted to stick with it. So yeah. yeah, so basically it comes down to this, this ancient, uh, this ancient Greek idea that a, a swan at the, is silent pretty much its whole life, but then it will sing one time beautifully hmm. before it dies uh, not weird like i was saying yeah but uh you know that goes back to like th- like the third century bc that's been believed oh okay yeah 
So this is a really old idea. It's Has a really idi- old idea. Okay. Yeah. And the idiom's been around that long as well. Well, you didn't get to that yet. Sort of. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. to that. So it's been it's been believed for a really long time. So in the early 19th century, there was this German word. Schwanengizen. Schwanengizen. Mm-hmm. Schwanengizen. You know that one, right? I love that word. And and that's basically where we take the like the English version of swan song from. And it it just means a song like the fabled uh, uh, swan, swan that they, they sing when they're dying. Yeah, yeah. So that reference goes back to Aesop's fables. Right. You know, which confusing stuff, the old Aesop thing, you know? And a lot of idioms come from Aesop's fables. Yeah. I've noticed. But like, what's the deal with no one knows when he wrote them, if he wrote them, they keep getting destroyed. You know, he gets like a lot of, you know what I'm talking about? No. Like, there's uh no one can even verify uh, uh, whether, uh, whether the, um, whether he wrote uh, how many of them he actually wrote. Because one, like the first compilation of them didn't come up until like long after he was dead. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't yeah. really know much about Aesop's, I guess. Me neither. I, I still don't, I guess I didn't dive too much into it. I thought you were going to be an Aesop pro actually. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but anyway, so there's this, there's this story. It's called the Swan and the Goose. Now Aesop lived from like from 620 to 560 BC. So it's believed it was written sometime around then. And it basically goes like this. There's this rich man. And he buys a swan and a goose at a market. One is for eating and one is for enjoying its beautiful song and for kissing. So um, when he decides to eat the goose, he goes out at night. It's like nighttime. He goes and grabs it. And then as he's going to kill it, the, uh, the goose, which is actually the swan, breaks out into this beautiful song. And it's basically like a, he's like, oh my gosh, I almost killed the the swan. So that's where, uh, that's kind of where it stuck. Okay. Yeah. That was like the popular story. All right. So the legend of the singing, the singing swan is not true though. It's, um, it's, they don't actually do that. Well, I'm going to show you why people maybe, maybe where it came from, but it was believed by the ancient Greeks and the Romans. And it's been mentioned in works of, uh, Euripides, Aristotle, Plato, uh, Seneca and Cicero. And Plato even some said, big names in there. That's what I mean. Like, so they all talk about, like, we'll reference the swan song. Yeah. Um, and Plato said that Socrates said, you know, the song of the swan is a, it's a, a song of gladness because the swan who's sacred to Apollo uh, is uh, shortly going to be with the God that it served. So it's kind of like a, like a happy song or something. Mm. Um, in 77 AD, Pliny the Elder in his naturalist Historia was like, no, this is not true. And uh, he said, observation shows that the story of the dying swan is false. Um, it, it's, uh, but it didn't affect the belief of anything. It was kind of like, even though people were told that scientifically it wasn't true, it was so romantic poetically that people kept up with it. Mm. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, even Shakespeare references it in uh, The Merchant of Venice. And Merchant of Venice, yeah, and uh, you know, Merchant of Venice, and then, uh, but the first time it was ever used the way that we say it, like the swan song, meaning the final act, is in this book in 1831 by uh, Thomas Carlyle. And uh, the, the thing where they believe the misunderstanding came from is there is something called a mute swan, but it's not actually mute, it does make noise throughout its life, yeah, and uh but it doesn't have a bugling call and it does not sing at death. Mm-hmm. 
the other swan that's really close to it is the whooper swan, and it does have bugling call, and it does make some noise throughout its life, but it has this elongated tracheal loop in its in, in its sternum, like right? a didgeridoo. Yeah, stuck in its mouth. And when it's dying, it um like when its lungs are collapsing, and then the the air going out through that tracheal loop, it makes like this kind of like this uh. What's the sound that they say? It's almost like the soft running of the notes over an octave or like a novice playing a long drawn out clarinet. Huh. Now, have you looked up any of these sounds to compare them? Well, I just thought of a bad clarinet player. Okay. So I imagine it being you like. You just thought of the sound. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's where they think that it could have come from. And, uh, those uh, whooper swans that do that are endemic to Greece. So it might have been something that, that makes was, sense then. It was like observed. Since uh, the Greek writers wrote about them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's not exactly how we think of like this beautiful song. And yeah, yeah. Like all that stuff. So. All right. But, you know. Take a shot. It's time for a shot, right? Yeah. How okay. to do. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> what kind of liquor do swans drink? Merc water? Interestingly enough, I, I did buy uh, swan eggs. Oh, excellent. For, they are for this. hugeified. Thank God I got number seven. There it's you not go. an egg. <laughs> it's that one. Oh, that's... What is that? Don't tell me. I don't know. Oh, I, I didn't don't know see either. a porum. All right, I, cheers. I don't remember. Cheers. Oh, gin, man. Pickle juice. Oh, man. I'm getting all the food. <laughs> gin is no no bueno. I guess you're supposed to mix gin, yeah, typically. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a gin and tonic's not bad. But while you're enjoying that gin, I see that the phones are lining up again. Oh my goodness, you're right. And it's, wow, this is a, this is a brand new friend, guys. It? Right. It's Spaghetti, Spaghetti Tony, Tony from episode 19. Oh my gosh. This, this guy. All right. How, how you doing, Tony? Boys, I call you a show. Right. I call you a show, you pick up the phone. You're a friend of Tony. Yeah, we know. We, you remember we me? I make the meatballs. I make the meatballs, and then I make the eyeballs. <laughs> it takes me seven hours. Seven, seven hours, you don't say. Seven hours. You know, you're making me very happy with the musical. You write a musical about Spaghetti Tony. You know, I used to be a very sad. The dogs. I miss the dogs. They, they, they used to eat my meatballs. They were my friends. You know, the Civil wow. War. Well, we got to get Tony. back to our show. Anyway, I come we over. I come over and I make you the meatballs. I'm coming over Thank right you. now. I'll All see right. you in a bit. All right. Bye, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Spaghetti Tony. What a guy. He's a he's sad a, man. I was just about to say he's a charmer. Oh, really? He's a char- he's got his sadness is charming. His sadness is uh, there's he's got I think he's got issues. Uh, probably. I think so. After all he had to do in that in the Civil in, War. Yeah, he's he's probably never going to be okay. I can't believe again. his clock's still ticking, you know? Well, that's what's great about being our show is you get uh You're immortal. Immortal. Yeah, yeah. so that's nice. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about the swan song. Mm-hmm. Classic idiom. Yep. What else you got, buddy? Um, I have a couple of fun facts that go along with swans, if you could believe it or not. Swan is often used as a dream symbol uh, for transformation or intuition, sensitivity, or the soul, the higher self, hmm. you may say. Mm-hmm. Um, Shakespeare himself was called the Swan of Avon. Really? It was like his, uh, nick- it was like I've his never nickname. heard that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, this, this one I like a lot. There's this Germanic myth about the Valkyries, which are warrior goddesses, and they could transform into swans 
And they could decide which warriors entered Walhalla after death. Oh, cool. And if a man stole the... So they could change from swan to woman. Yeah, yeah. And if a man stole their plumage, uh, they were forced to obey him. That sucks. It does suck. But I feel like how often do they actually get stolen? At least once, because oh. someone had to do yeah, it, right? I guess, Yeah, the story existed. But they could also fall in love with you f- without stealing uh, your plumage. I like that. Which is the way I would rather go, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing I have uh, is there was this Australian singer named Nellie Melba, and she was famous for doing, or maybe infamous, for doing an eight-year string of final concerts. I'm using air quotes. Eight <laughs> years um, from 1920 to 1928. And there became a saying in Australia that was um, more farewells than Nellie Melba. So I thought that was kind of like a little Australian. Wait, who's Nellie Melba? Uh, I just said she's the... Uh, oh, that, that's her. She's the Australian. Oh, oh, oh yeah. so she almost got her own phrase. But yeah, no, she did. That yeah. became a popular phrase in... More um, farewells than Nellie Melba. Nellie Melba. Nellie. We'll have you on at episode 30. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all my swan stuff. That's good. I didn't know I didn't know any of that. I never really like looked into it at all. Yeah. I've never even passed over it. Um, the, the one, my brother just like randomly guessed, right? And I was yeah. like, okay, that's a lucky guess. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, my other friend who guessed was uh, really into literature when she was when she was younger, and yeah. she knew right, right away, away yeah. where it had come like from. Like Aesop's kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, and about the whole myth, so. Cool. Uh, but I, but anyway. That, that's great. It's Thanks. good to learn something, right? It is. And it's so, it's so appropriate since we are, this is our season one swan song. Yes, season I think so. swan swan song. Season swan swong. All right. Well, let's. Uh, you know, Albert's. He's come a long way since episode one. He's gotten taller. <laughs> he's gotten <laughs> uglier. Uglier. So uh, let's get a little audience appreciation for for Albert's last idiom origin of the first season. Thank you. Here's Thank some you. dogs. Okay, um, that's good. Very good. Drawbridge. Drawbridge. Find the drawbridge. I'm gonna walk across it now. I mean, what it does sound a draw, like I'm walking across what does it? A drawbridge sound like. I feel like, like it would be like, and then like. We could probably find something like that. All right. All right. Well, second idiom time. Let's uh, do a shot before we go, since it's our about halfway. Absolutely. Halfway, halfway through the episode. All right. Here we go. All right, guys. Who's that lady? Oh no, it's number 10. What's number 10? Oh my god, I thought for sure that the 10 was going to be the egg, but it's not. Mine's a Iron City beer. Hey, that, un- it's a Uncle Mike, Uncle right? Mike, which Uncle goes Mike. out to my uh, family in Pittsburgh. So, what what do you got there? Oh, it stinks. <laughs> I really I can't even remember what I put in there. Oh, that might be Admiral Nelson's rum. Oh, Admiral Nelson's rum. Well, hold Lucas on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rearing their ugly head. We're going to be talking about that. I know we are. All right. <laughs> Check back in at the end. Thanks for nothing. All right. Let's just, you know, we'll get back to Admiral Nelson's rum. All right. I got it. was a little hot there. I got to calm it down. All right. Speaking of hot, we're in the dog days of summer. Buddy. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I've been I've been thinking about doing this. Uh, recently, um, but what do you know about the dog days? I don't know. My, there was a uh, movie with uh, Pacino, I think. Right? It was it called Dog Day Afternoon? Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Dog it's Day a- Afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember it's hot. You can't think it's so hot. Woo! 
what's that guy that Albert Camus, right? He Albert wrote, Camus. Albert Camus. Yeah. Uh, the Stranger. L'Etranger. Stra- I feel like that guy, he was yeah. just like, his his brain was in the dog days. We'll so take, like, it's just so hot. It's I, true. Well, it takes people. place in Algeria, right? So doesn't you know get much hotter say? than that. <laughs> what they say about summers in Algeria. If you can't stand the heat, get out of Al- Algeria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've read that somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what do dog days mean? I, I guess you kind of just told me. I mean... Yeah, it just sounds hot. Hot. Yeah. Hot, right. I said hot. Hot. Ha, 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 hot. You want to take a guess where uh, that comes from, that phrase? Jeez. Uh, something about a dog. I feel like, you know, dogs panting. So maybe they're like, maybe mm. in, maybe in like the hottest part of the summer in hell. Uh, <laughs> all of the hell dogs. Hell dogs. Are very hot. Yeah. And they're just panting. And, and Lucifer's like, all right, all right. I can't turn down the heat. Right, get out of here. Get out of here. It's. It, I'm sick the of dog these days dog are days. Fucking hell, summer. I don't. What do you want from the, me? The dog days are over. I'm the goddamn devil. Come on. It's like that dumb uh, Florence and the Machine song. Mm-hmm. Dog days are over. It's got a good beat. I, I, while I was doing this, I was like, oh, you know, I should really go and listen to that song in its entirety. Yeah. And I couldn't get through past two minutes. I did. I said, no, I, it's, I, I no, like, no. I like this song. I'll t- can I? It's got a good beat. Makes it pumps me up a little. It's got bit. a pump up beat. Yeah, and it's it, there's a great melody. But um, yeah. if you and I think it's more fun to sing back. Sure. Like to be like, oh, yeah. like it's more fun to do that than to actually listen to it. Yeah. It's probably better in a commercial, like a 25 second Honda commercial, than it is on the radio. Yeah, like a Pepsi slash Honda commercial. Yeah. Pepsi you're hot Honda. and you're driving a Honda. Hot Honda. Hot Honda. Hot Pepsi, hot Panda. <laughs> Panda. Hot Pandas drinking hot Pepsi in a hot Honda. Florence and the Machines, dog days are over. Now available at Ponderosas everywhere. Now at all theaters where talkies are played. Nah. And heard. Nah, just a nickel. Um, You're like 3% right. Yeah, I've, I feel like it has to have something to do with hot dogs. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what it has to do with. It has to do with. The star Sirius. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard of that star? Yeah, I have. Yeah. For the uh, Sirius uh, Satellite Company, right? Well, they, they actually, the, uh, yeah, they did name it after yeah. after the star Sirius. Um, it's so a dog star. It is a dog star. Okay. It's also called Orion's Dog. Ooh. Right, because, because uh, the star Sirius chases the Orion constellation. Oh, cool. Which is why they call it Dog Star. Oh, that's really neat. But it's a part of a different constellation uh, called Canis Major. That makes sense. And it's the brightest star in that constellation. Uh, I, wait, I think it's the brightest star. It's the brightest star. It's the brightest star in the whole world. Yeah, it's the it's the brightest star in the whole world. Well, wait, this is, is that... Um, it's 8.7 light years away from Earth, by the way. Isn't that a... Which one's Polaris? I don't know. Isn't I, that the the big bright one? My astronomy knowledge is very, very good, very, very good. weak. It's weak, so I don't, I don't, I don't I know. Bet you, I bet you that one is very bright, the one you're talking about. Yeah. Well, so uh, Sirius was recognized by every culture in, uh, uh, you know, in the world that that looked to the skies, right. and every culture had a name for it. It was that important, right? When you know people started studying the stars. And we uh, we start seeing the the dog days kind of 
crop up okay. with ancient Greeks. And the reason my my uh, like uh, ears perked up when you said Pliny the Elder, oh yeah, is because I also read about him. There when you I was go. Doing some serious. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what we were talking about. So, the uh, Greek and Roman mythology uh, astrology connected um, the dog days with heat, drought, sudden thunderstorms, um, fever, and also they thought they they believed that dogs became mad and ferocious and crazy because it's too hot yeah because it would happen in early july and sure. go through august so the dog days are just july and august the yeah. hottest days of july and august in the northern hemisphere so no water they all have rabies right they're all just <sighs> but they, they were also panting a lot which made people think like oh, something's up with these dogs <laughs> they're uh, sick but uh pliny the elder he uh, wrote some book called natural history where he said that there's an inc- increase in dog attacks in July and August, uh-huh. and if you feed them chicken manure, it will um, it will kind of like stop those things uh, from happening because it will um, completely kill them, <laughs> yeah. so they won't be able to bite you. <laughs> right, it just kills them, uh. and then you don't have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> um, so in Egypt, uh, it meant the that meant the return of um, of uh, the flooding of the Nile. So it was like a big moment for them. But for people in the Southern Hemisphere, it marked the beginning of winter. But they, they also had, and this is what I really, I, I really tried to understand this and couldn't figure it out. But different cultures that hadn't even communicated with each other referred to this, to the star of Sirius as they always gave it some name that had to do with a dog. Because the constellation, I guess, that it's a part of the, the Canis Major really does kind of resemble a dog. A dog, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Which I thought was just cool, like that so many different places would come to that conclusion. Well, you know, that's like how they said every ancient culture had a a dragon. Right. Which um, just makes me think that there were dragons. Legend. Yeah. Like, but you couldn't have talked to each other. Yeah. 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 I know. It's just There's, crazy. There were definitely dragons. You've heard it here first, people. You heard it here first. Uh, the Pawnee would call it the coyote star. Oh, yeah. Or, Anytime you can get a coyote in there. Awesome. Right. Or the wolf star. Of so, course. I mean, wolves and coyotes. Awesome. Um, the, the Chinese would call it the star of the celestial wolf. Yeah. Which is pretty That's cool. Real good. Romans called it canicula, which means little dog. Oh. And, um. It's unassuming. But the, but the thing about the word Sirius is that the, it's, it's Latin and it comes from Greek, but it basically just means glowing or the scorcher. Ooh, yeah. Like Be- that, the scorcher. So, just because it's so bright. So, I mean, obviously it. The the star has nothing to do with changing Earth's weather at all, but right. people just believed at the time that it had something to do with it because like it was like the bringer of the hot hot heat. Well, right, that's because people were just like, oh, well, we don't have any movies, so let's see what's going on up in the stars. <laughs> Whoa, oh, that also. dog is uh, bringing that heat again, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the <laughs> the dog is uh, bringing the heat again. Oh, it must be a summer time. <laughs> um, yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty, that's like all the dog stuff. Um, and well, doggone it. I liked it. Yeah. People also believed that when Sirius appeared in July, that, um, women became more aroused. Oh, but men became weaker. Oh, so it was, they were, they were told to steer clear from women because they wouldn't be able to. They're so aroused right. that they could overpower you. Yeah. And just crush your 
libido forever i guess yeah yeah i it, i get that there, there was like written advice like to men like stay time. away from women when um you know during the dog hang days. out with your friends <laughs> just, yeah like go just, to the mall it's more men telling other men to be alone with men <laughs> yeah boys 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 you know boys look pretty good in the bathhouses <laughs> all right in ancient greece there's a lot of that going on i feel like yeah hey, are you kidding me i well you know hey what's going on over there they're just doing their own thing, you know? Their own thing. Socrates told them to do it. Get over here, guys. Come on. Come on. It's the dog days. So women are too aroused. Yeah, we can't be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. And uh, they all... I thought this was interesting because this is an idiom show that... Um, is it? If... If... <laughs> people were affected by the appearance of Sirius, uh-huh. they were said to have been starstruck. Ooh, I like that. Which is where that comes from. I like that a lot. I know. I thought you might. That's a bonus right there. Yeah. Um, as for some kind of astronomical uh, present day information about Sirius um, that I thought was interesting is that in the 1860s, they discovered that it was a binary system, which means there were two stars. It's Sirius is not just one star. There's a second one well, called Sirius that, B. That would explain it. Wouldn't why it? it's so, so bright. Right. Right. Because his friend's helping him out. His friend. And uh, the, the I've also got some, some fun information that uh, I think you're going to really like. I do like fun facts, Jack. Well, uh, the one thing that I really liked was uh, there's this electronic composer from the 70s, Carl uh, Heinz Stockhausen. He was electronic. He was electronic. He was a robot composer. He wrote an hour-long composition called Sirius. Oh, cool. And he also claimed on several occasions to have come from a planet in the Sirius star system. Yes. Kooks. I, I love kooks. I listened to the first half of it. I'd, I'd listened to some of his stuff before when I was, it was getting into electronic music more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like really hard to get through. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Like it just takes forever <laughs> to get there, but I just thought it was cool that he believed he this was from the star system. Up my rocket, and then I, <laughs> I just turn it off, and then I'll and turn then it back on, and might have a sandwich. Now, are you ready? Give this is me. the this is my sw- the swan song of my idiom origin. All right, hit me with it. October twenty first, eighteen o five. There was. A British naval ship called the HMS Sirius uh-huh. that joined the British fleet under Admiral Lord there Nelson. It is. There it is. At the Battle of Trafalgar. Oh, right. That's the battle we talked about, right? I know. Oh, my God. So I. It's full circle right if there. If I remember correctly, I, there were 36 ships in that fleet. Uh huh. And one of them was the, the HMS Sirius. <sighs> Audience, let him have it. Thank you. That is Thank so you. satisfying. You just Thank took, you. you just made a star, a boat in in the past. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I love it. A star, a boat in the past. You're, you're a time traveling star boat man. So with that, I think we should have a shot. Oh, I from the hat of doom celebrate that yeah and then uh we'll have to have one right when we end it so uh let's dig into the hat of doom all right there's only four more left people i got eight up oh, i got six which is the other effing egg do you want me to take it no let's no let's way switch. No, 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 no 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 because i'm gonna switch listen, with you buddy you don't have to do that i, I don't love mind. you i love you too i really we do. should share this experience 
Are, really? Yeah. Because I really don't mind taking the egg. I'm going to take the egg. I think it'd be, I think you'd like it. I'm going to take it. Take it. Oh, All man. right. What a guy. All right. What are you giving me in exchange? I don't know what it is, but I really don't want this. Well, Rye, now we can know each other even better. Okay. Cheers, buddy. To the egg boys. <laughs> All right. I drank the egg. I think that was a convenience store sake. I drank the stinking egg. Wow. Woo. Man. That was great, right? Anything for you, buddy. You're just just destroying this episode. I love it. I'm not going to make you drink two eggs. What? You're my prince. That is... That's not as bad as I thought it was. It has no no taste. Right. (laughs) No taste. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to do it, but I like that you you did it. I do need to grab a beer. (laughs) All right. While he's doing that, I'll take a call. Oh my gosh. This was not planned, people. It really wasn't planned. It really wasn't. Admiral Nelson is calling us right now. Not the Admiral Nelson from the rum. The real one-eyed, one-armed, mega man, (laughs) Admiral Nelson. How you doing, Admiral? You know, I'm real proud of you about making it all the way to episode 20. You know, almost as proud as I am of myself for my many, many naval victories. Thank you. No, you but thank you. I can never turn a blind eye to your natural talent and charisma. I hazard a guess you're rather good looking as well. Yes, perhaps the best looking men in the world. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. Wow. I'm off. I'm, uh, this is a big, I'm never going to forget this. I moment. won't forget this. Well, we salute you. And uh, keep up the the good work, and uh, anything any jokes you make about eyeballs? Um, eyeball jokes. I hope to see you soon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the audience in the ball. <laughs> I hope to see your ball. <laughs> That's a mighty fine ball you have there. <laughs> Um, so that was awesome. That was perfect timing. Yeah, we didn't plan that, but uh, that was that was great. All right, so um, swan song, dog days, both really appropriate since we're yeah in the midst of July and August. Yeah. I mean, it's it's right. We're recording on August first, so I feel right. like dog days uh, is right there in the middle. This is our last episode for a little bit for season one. And uh, I don't know, it was just perfect. It felt really, it felt really nice to tie up the uh, the uh, collection of episodes this way, Albert. Yeah, and you know, it's this has been just really great to be able to do this and to have something where uh, we're able to be creative again. And I, I just, I, I, this this project started as we told you in a car in the dog days of somewhere, somewhere on the other side of the country. And uh, who knew it was ever going to get made? And we're just so happy and thankful to all you listeners that that <laughs> put up with us every week. Right. And yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, we we really want to thank everyone for listening. It's it's uh, it's really cool that anybody listens at all, and we really appreciate it. That being said, yeah, we are quite cross <laughs> with a few people. Yes, and uh, maybe we uh, made a list of people that we're cross with, and we're going to share that with you. All right, so this is the list of people that we are cross with. <laughs> the country of Slovakia. Yeah, Slovakia. You know, we talked we about you. Thought. 
and it, you just stopped listening the episode before. And you know, we did a Train Widows song. Oh my, yeah. You're welcome, by the way. Right. No one was even there to thank us for that. And this is after we were bad-mouthing the next person on our list, the country of Belarus. Ugh. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm done with Belarus. I, you know, it's, Belarus. A, it's a sin. They also stopped listening right before the Belarus episode. The song Can that you you've it? never heard is the finest of songs. That's the Italian bird song. Gremlins are in that song. Also, our highest liked Instagram post was the gremlins on top of the Belarus flag. Well, that's because people... That was for our Belarus listener, and they never... They just really... I don't know. They let us down. Yeah. You're welcome, by the way. Mm-hmm. Next, not to be confused with the Admiral himself, Mm-mm. but we would like to say that we are crossed with Admiral Nelson's rum. Very cross. You've got to be kidding me. We... Do this whole thing. We make the drinks for free. Mm-hmm, for free. And then you, on your website, have this thing where it's like, do you want to be sponsored? Here is a, like a pre-filled, like an auto-filled form. Like, we want spo- you want sponsors, and then we give you everything that we've got. Well, and guess you what? Don't We're not going to sponsor respond. you. We're not even going to sponsor yeah. you. We're not going to respond to you. I mean, we you. did just drink Admiral, Admiral Nelson's rum. rum. Now available, available on all on the bottom shelf. The bottom, most bottomest. Anyway. God damn you. Very cross with them. We are also cross with John Ham. Where are yeah, where? you? He's not called us. <laughs> we have been. We've been putting out the sonic waves. Nothing. Nothing yet. If two friends tell two friends, I know you've heard it. <sighs> Call John. in, John. All right, John. Um. The next persons that we are cross with is the audience. That's you guys. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. What the hell, guys? Not one email. You've got to be effing kidding me. (sighs) No, we just, we love you guys. We just thought it would be funny to bring you up. But this one we're very serious about the New York Times. Where's the write up? Where's the front page? Where's the headline? No review. Here's the headline for you. New York Times sucks. <laughs> and don't come crawling yeah, back to us when we're big and famous. Don't you dare crawl back. Mm-mm. But we, if you want to, you know, we'll do it. If you want to crawl back. Yeah, you know, we'll do it. Let's get some money. <laughs> um, okay, here's uh, another one. We are crossed with, this one's especially for me, every supermodel in the world, because none of you are my girlfriend yet. I thought we were famous podcasters. What's the deal? Albert, I, I do think that season two is when most podcasters get famous supermodel girlfriends. That's when we, we really hit our arc, you know? Yeah, yeah. We hit yeah. our stride. Yeah, just give that a few days. Okay. Uh, we are cross with ourselves. <laughs> um, why am I moving to Spain? That is so stupid. Uh, that, is, that is a cross. That's what am I a, doing? That is a move. Yeah, what am I doing? You're enhancing your life. Ugh. And you're leaving your small friend, Albert. Very cross with myself. In the dirt. I'm shorter than you. In the muck in the mire. I've never had a duck. That is a good line. I like that. <laughs> I'm not cross about that line. Are we cross about anything else? Yes, we are. I Real don't quick. I remember when we made this list. <laughs> we are also cross with fate. Cruel, mm. cruel fate. Very cruel. <laughs> the timing is just, Ugh, come on. Give me a break. Uh, we are cross with iTunes. Why are we not on the... Yeah, we should be at least in the top 200 come by now. Come on. I think there's a, a lot of work into this. There's a glitch. I made the hat of doom. Yeah. And I brought the hat. Yeah. And we drank all the stuff. We drank two eggs. For free. We each drank an egg. We're going to get sick. <laughs> Very sick for iTunes. And the final one, yeah. we are cross with Portuguese eBay. 
Yeah, Albert ordered something and it never came. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah, just tell me. All right. So for this episode, what, what my plan was that I ordered two weeks ago from Portuguese eBay was um, I got a lot of seven unopened trash bag bunch figures. Oh, my God. I know. God. I know. I know. What? And I had to bribe Cole with a trash bag bunch promise to not tell you. Oh, I just had to tell someone. Albert. Right. I am seven. very, very cross seven. with Portuguese eBay. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. I know, dude. They are so hard to find in the bags. Dude, do not open a single one I, no without promises, my presence. No, no promises. Just, just tell me when they come. No, I know. I um, I think they're going to be here any day, but maybe we'll do like a special <sighs> mini-sode or something. All right. Let's do a, a, a trash bag bunch mini-sode. Yeah. That sounds fine. Wow. That actually sounds really good. It does sound good. Well, we can go through all of the um, the monsters and yeah. see if any idioms work for them. Perfect. Right? We can do like the top 10 trash bag bunch. I love it. That have, you know, idioms associated with them of yeah. our own device. All right. And then we'll be the trash bag boys. Trash bag boys. We're That's fitting. We are the boys. We are the boys. All right. Well, let's end our cross list with uh, one last shot. Number four. Give me some more. You got the absinthe. I just got a glass of wine. See, some Good. of these shots are, are not actually shots. You know, beer, wine, pickle That's juice, okay, though. eggs. We're but, trying to like, you know, we're mixing it up. But yeah, I mean, too many shots of liquor. I mean, we're old this, boys. Uh, this uh, absinthe is going to go stir things up with that egg party I'm having in my, oh my God. basement. <laughs> egg and absinthe. All right. Brian, up, buddy. one last time for yeah. the, for the, uh, it's Cheers, been amazing. Kampai. A season of something. Yeah. We're the first people that i know that have a season of something right well we did just kind of decide to make this a season because i'm leaving but that's still fine. that's fucking fine 20 20 remember 20 do you remember when you turned 20 i, I actually don't remember I don't, when i turned 20 i don't think okay <laughs> enjoy that absinthe buddy. all right buddy all right everyone thank you for listening to don't be an idiom yeah, for thank you so much for more than 20 weeks that's 21 weeks we missed one there yeah, but it all comes out it all the wash. Can, it all comes out <laughs> the wash. <laughs> That's funny. I listen, I, I really sincerely I wanna say, if you're listening right now, we probably know you and I really love you for listening. And if we don't know you, it's amazing that somehow you found it and you kept listening. We really, really, really appreciate it. Really do. Having a purpose is pretty cool. Right. Enjoy the rest of your summer. And uh we're gonna be coming back to you soon if you uh Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or uh, Twitter. We're going to post as soon as we're coming back. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to go to Bandcamp. We're going to have yes. all of the um, skits and songs from the past 20 episodes on there. And it's don'tbeanidiom.bandcamp.com. I'm very excited about that because yeah. I don't know if you're like me where I, after I listen to the episode, I, just, I skip to the end and I want to hear the song again and again and again. Right. And now you're going to be able to do that. And uh, should we, we have, do we have time for one more caller? Yeah. Oh, right. Our final caller. Our yes. final How caller could we forget? is um. Let's see. Who is it? Um. um what uh, do we have here? Oh, it's Springheel Jack. Jack. Oh my God. Wow. All right. How? How's Thank it? Thank you, Cole. Yeah. Oh, Cole just Cole just came in. <laughs> <laughs> handsome. He's my handsome roommate. There he is. He's gonna be my handsome roommate someday. <laughs> handsome boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's it going? Thanks for calling today. Hello, if you're all finished uh, grabbing.
Bring your friend oh, Cole's wow. behind. Okay. All right. I'm calling to say you are doomed. It is the spring Jack. And now it's the Jack Show. Yes, I'm taking all of your listeners. That's right. I'm taking both of them. Ah, you see what I did there? I'm undermining you. Because I'm the spring Jack. And I hate women. And cops. And podcasters. All right, I'm out of here. You guys suck. Yikes. All right. Intimidating well, fella. Yeah, he's very scary. We got a real monster to call us. How cool is the, that? I can hear the fire in his breath. I love that guy. All right. Until next season. Don't be an idiot. When your life is in shambles and you don't have a clue While your world came crashing down in one fell swoop It's not the low road you'll be in like Flynn Your name is in mud Don't be an idiot Between the devil and the deep blue sea You're the world's whipping boy but you don't have to be Flip everyone the bird, come follow Timmy's not my friend.